Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday, Race Day Las Vegas radio program, the 26th day of January, 2023, 23 already, well, the date 1262023. We come to you from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM, and of course, across the world on uh, different platforms and streaming that we have for you so you can get us at our website streaming at racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, iPhone, Android, with your phone app, your KSHP radio station app. Put the app on your device and you can hear us. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well. So welcome to the show, however, wherever, whenever you get us. Looking out the window of the uh, studio, as we often do at this time of the morning, 10 minutes, just a little bit after 10 minutes at, uh, after 7 a.m. Pacific time. The sky is blue. The ground is dry. The sun is shining bright. It's still cold, but not as cold as it has been. Right now, it's 43 degrees here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 59, one degree short of 60. And that is going to be the prevailing type of temperatures and weather throughout the weekend. Uh, no precipitation, sun, blue skies, uh, overnight lows, mid thirties, low thirties, and the daytime highs, upper fifties to mid fifties. So that's, uh, that's it here for Las Vegas in case you're planning on this almost Friday, Thursday to come on out Friday and enjoy the weekend with us. We have, of course, the NFL conference championships, the AFC and the NFC championships. Of course, you can make so many different plays on these things. It's amazing. And, of course, uh, great racing. That includes simulcasting from Florida for the big Pegasus World Cup Day of racing. Big Pegasus Day out there at Gulfstream happening on Saturday. Hopefully, the weather is going to be fine. Now, there's a little bit of uh, cloud cover in the uh, southern tip of Florida today. And all of that snow that's been moving through the Great Lakes area, the Midwest, and up to the East Coast, and way up into the Northeast, really, it's going up Northeast, is still percolating along. But for the most part, the Atlantic Coast is clear, the Gulf Coast is clear, and the Pacific Coast is clear, and everything from the Plain States on out to the West Coast and the Pacific Ocean is clear. So that's good news for most of the racing around the country. It'll be 71 today in Las Vegas, 81 Miami. Although it's going to only be 62 at Tampa. That's a little bit of a spread between those two, huh? Uh, you got New York at 45, Washington 48, etc. Chicago 32, 32. Wow. Boom. Well, that's where that snow is at. <clears throat> so there you have it. There it is. That's the weather for today across the country. And of course, of course, our racing menu. A couple of things now. On uh, Sunday, 
Gulfstream Park the day after Pegasus World Cup Day on Sunday, day after tomorrow, um, uh, two days after tomorrow, actually. Uh, there's going to be a mandatory payoff in whatever's left in the pick six jackpot, if there is anything left in the pick six jackpot on Sunday. Mandatory payoff there. On Saturday, uh, on today, tomorrow, I should say. Oof, get your days right. Today is still Thursday. Golden Gate tomorrow, on Friday, will have a mandatory payoff in the pick six jackpot there. So you got a mandatory payoff at Golden Gate on Friday, tomorrow. You got a mandatory payoff at Gulfstream on the day after the Pegasus World Cup Sunday in their jackpot, their pick six jackpot pools. Okay? Today, uh, later on today, the Eclipse Awards show will, of course, have the final Eclipse Awards announced for all the categories. Talked about that yesterday. There, there are three left in each category. Uh, it's going to be held at Breakers in Palm Beach. And the what they call the red carpet coverage of this thing starts at 2.45 p.m. Pacific time, in case you want to see all of the racing celebrities coming in in their, their neatest evening wear. And then at 4 p.m. Pacific time, the actual uh, awards show will start. And this will be on uh, the uh, FanDuel TVG uh, network and, uh, I guess, streaming in other places. So you can just go. If you go to ntra.com, uh, they'll give you uh, the latest on uh, how you can get it in case you want to see the Eclipse Awards. Uh, the, our Industries uh, Academy Awards. And... Um, Maybe a little bit later on, I'll divulge some of the categories that I voted for in that, if it matters. So, in any case, uh, that's the deal there, okay, for the Cups Awards tonight. We'll know by tomorrow who the actual winners is, all the winners are, uh, just in case you might be surprised, which I don't think you will, but uh, in any case. All right, we've got 100 days to go and counting until the Kentucky Derby. And there's one race this weekend that will yield uh, Kentucky Derby points, okay? And that is the Southwest Stakes at Oaklawn Park. Now, the uh, Southwest Stakes at Oaklawn Park will yield uh, 10 points. Um, no, I take that back. The Southwest is now up to 20 points. The Smarty Jones was 10. Okay, so the Southwest will yield 20 points in the Kentucky Derby leaderboard points getting 20 to the winner, 8 to second, 6 to third, 4 to fourth, and 2 points to the fifth horse in the Southwest. And that happens this weekend. And then after that, uh, you have to go to uh, the early part of February for more point getters uh, with the February 4th weekend with the Withers and the Holy Bull. So, looking at the uh, Southwest grade 3, part of the Arkansas Derby series at Oaklawn Park. And that will, of course, be held on Saturday. It'll be the 10th race at Oaklawn on Saturday. $750,000 is the purse value. That's pretty darn good of it within itself. And this, of course, for three-year-olds at a mile and 16th. And uh, a field of nine was assembled and entered, and here they are. The one is Sun Thunder, David Cabrera for Kenny McPeak. The two is Corona Bolt. Flavian Pratt will be there to ride the Bolt Dior offspring for Brad Cox. Brad Cox also has entered the horse that drew post three, Jace's Road, which will be ridden by Joe Talamo. Number four is Western Ghent. Christian Torres riding for D. Wayne Lucas. Torres is having a big meet there. The five is Frosted Departure. Francisco Arietta for Kenny McPeak. Bob Baffert sends out Arabian Night. A very, very well-meant three-year-old with uh, had a big race. This is a son of Uncle Mo. And John Velasquez will go out to ride the Bob Baffert trainee, Arabian Night, who is expected to be the favorite in the race and is morning-lined at even money. Number seven is Red Route 1. Ricardo Santana for Steve Asmussen and the Winchell Thoroughbred Group. 
the, uh, by the way, son of uh, Gunrunner, the Ada's hit show, this is son of Candy Ride, Manuel Franco for Brad Cox, and the nine is El Tomante, El Tomante, Orlando Mojica for Miguel Angel Silva. So Brad Cox has three in the race. Kenny McPeak has two. The coach has one, D. Wayne Lucas, and uh, Steve Asmussen also represented in the race. But Bob Baffert there with Arabian Night will be the prohibitive favorite in the Southwest on Saturday. And we'll wait and see who gets those Kentucky Derby points. Remember, if Arabian Night does win, and the uh, listed trainer at the time of the race and the win is Bob Baffert, He's still under that uh, curtain of, uh, you know, under that cloud of suspension. That horse will not get the 20 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. Okay? Just uh, wanted you to know that. So it'll be it'll be interesting, that's for sure. And, of course, um, the leaderboard right now is Forte. Of course, the Breeders' Cup uh, juvenile winner heads up the list of the Derby leaderboard. This is early. He's got 40 points. Instant Coffee with that win over <clears throat> last weekend got 32. Curly Jack at 17. Blazing Sevens at 16. And Jace's Road, who's in the Southwest, stands at 13. Those are the top five in early tabulating uh, the leaderboard for the 149th. Kentucky Derby, 100 days away. Wow. All righty. Uh, nice big hit at Turfway Park yesterday in the pick five. 50 cent pick five paid 98827 Those pick five jackpots at parks early and late. One of them paid uh, yesterday for 50 cents. Paid uh, 28881 That was yesterday. And uh, for all the trials and tribulations going on right now at Turf Paradise, and, you know, we, we talked about the HISA dues that they haven't paid, et cetera, et cetera, and the cancellations that they've had and the violations of HISA rules that HISA said they had for safety on the racetrack. They finally uh, decided, you know what, after a very wet winter there at Turf Paradise and after canceling numerous races and racing days, they took the bold step of renovating the racing surface. So the renovation was overseen by uh, one of the most renowned racetrack experts in the country, Steve Wood. Wood, of course, former track superintendent for Oak Tree, Del Mar, Santa Anita, Bada Bing. <clears throat> so in order to give that uh, racing surface a fresh start, all the existing dirt and sand was removed from the main track. The crews uh, lowered the drain inside the rail for better uh, ensuring proper drainage. And then they added quality sand, they say, and organics, along with the dirt. And a sonar grater and rechecked was with a handheld laser was used for the materials and the, uh, for the new high-quality material. Wow. High-tech stuff. And um, he said they surfaced, uh, the surface was surveyed with a third of an inch of, uh, of this stuff. And uh, Wood said, look, we got, we got this is as perfect as we can get it. Uh, the training track was rebuilt with materials removed from the main track. So that might be a problem there on the training track. But um, finally, the uh, Turf Paradise general manager, French. Vince Francia said maintaining the best and safest racing surface for their horses and jockeys is a priority. I guess after you've been pushed by Heiser, yeah. So uh, to prevent any of the disruptions during what's left of their racing schedule, they did all this in three and a half days. They're three and a half off days. So we'll see what happens now at Turf Paradise and certainly maybe the handicapping there with any biases that the old track had, might change as well. So, glad to see that. All right, on today's show, uh, Tommy uh, Massis will be with us uh, for a selection or two. Uh, had a third-place finisher yesterday, as well as Jonathan Hardoon. Yesterday at Gulfstream Park, uh, Ired Ortiz Jr. had a couple of winners. 
Tyler Gaffleone had a couple. Luis Saez had a couple. And um, Tommy's big long shot in the last race, by the way, Gulfstream. Remember he gave us two long shots, Hardly Social and Chick Boom? Well, they ran second and fourth in a blanket finish. I mean, a little bit either way, and he'd have connected with that thing at big prices. 20, I think 25 to 1 and 5 to 1. Didn't happen, though. So we'll try to get it done again today. Uh, and so we will have Tommy back with us, Jonathan Hardoon, now down there in Miami, down there, Hollandale Beach, actually, where Gulfstream Park is at. He'll be with us. And, of course, John Lindo, he's got a uh, Gulfstream Park Lindo report today. Jerry Jackowitz will be along with the Aqueduct. And we'll get an update on what's going on with the Pegasus and the big Pegasus World Day of Racing coming up on Saturday there as well. So we're just starting out on your race day show for this Thursday. Do not, do not, do not go away. We'll be right back. your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada race book mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the race book right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the usb ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas and again uh, just an update on what's going on here uh, for uh, sunday the big uh, nfl conference championships featuring the 49ers against the eagles at uh, 12 noon pacific time and the uh, Bengals at the Chiefs at 3.30 Pacific time. Tight numbers in both games. Eagles and Chiefs are uh, opened up. Eagles opened up at one-and-a-half point favorite, and the Chiefs opened up at one. But they, they've been flipping those odds because it's been tight. That's for sure. And I guess the odds makers are telling you this: these ought to be two great championship games. So we'll wait and see. Anyhow, we got a lot of championship action, big championship action going on Saturday at Gulfstream Park. Can't wait to get started with that. And so here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone because we are Race Day Las Vegas. We are in the Pacific Time Zone. There we are. And so... These will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. If you're listening anywhere else, however, wherever, whenever, websites, apps, podcasting, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it so you don't miss anything. Don't want you to miss anything. Don't want you to miss an opportunity to make money. I want you to miss it like, uh, of course, I miss mom and dad, okay? Here, then, is the menu for this Thursday, almost Friday, January 26th. If you're ready... Are you? Are you? Are you? Okay, here we go. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Talking about Gulfstream. Gulfstream Park has uh, nine races today. Their pick six jackpot carryover, the cash in the jackpot, stands at $521,340. However, if you're a single ticket winner today, they're going to give you seven hundred grand. Just be the only ticket. All right, nine races, Gulfstream. We'll get the latest on track conditions there by uh, both Tommy and Jonathan, who are both 
there at Gulfstream. First post time is 9-10-9-10 at Gulfstream today. Now, Mahoning Valley canceled yesterday because of weather. Mahoning Valley canceled the races yesterday because of weather. And I would imagine it's probably good enough to go today, although the racetrack will probably be off. But they have eight races scheduled to go today at Mahoning. And the first post time at 9.45. 9.45 at Mahoning Valley Racecourse. If uh, they go today. They canceled yesterday, but they're scheduled to go today. First post time, 9.45. Then you have Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Let's see what's going on at Aqueduct. Well, the track is going to start off muddy, cloudy, 45 degrees. That's what they say. You have eight races today at Aqueduct and a first post time of 9.50. 9.50 at Aqueduct, the big A, today. Fairgrounds, Nolens. They have eight races today and the fairgrounds first post time with a uh, pick six carryover. This is a regular pick six, too, not a... Not a jackpot, but a regular pick six carryover at the fairgrounds, $1,059. Today at the fairgrounds, Nolens, eight races, first post time, 11:15. Next comes Turf Paradise. They are back in business with that new racetrack. We'll wait and see what happens there. First two races are quarter horse races, and the second race is a quarter horse stakes race at 330 yards for three-year-olds. Then the thoroughbreds will kick in, races three through eight. That'll be your eight race card. So you got two quarter horses and six thoroughbreds. First post time at Turf Paradise today with their new racetrack. And a pick six jackpot carryover of 2477 bucks is at 1125 1125 at uh, Turf Paradise today. Then next comes Delta Downs. Delta Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 2.50, 2.50 at Delta. Five minutes later, they kick in at Turfway Park with those full fields there. Woof, man, eight races at Turfway. Good betting opportunities. Their pick six jackpot carryover there today, $52,990. And a first post time, again, of 2.55 at Turfway Park. They also have a super high five carryover. Not a jackpot, but a super high five carryover of $1,606. First post time, $255, Turf Way Park for their eight race car. Penn National, Penn Nat is next. Seven races at Penn National. First post time is as usual now at 3 p.m., 3 p.m. Pacific time for Penn National. They have a regular pick five carryover. This is not a jackpot. Regular pick five carryover, $5,312 today at uh, Penn National. All right. Okay. They have a super high five jackpot carryover as well. That's $2,313. So not to be confused. Regular pick five, $5,312. The super high five jackpot, $2,313. First post time Penn National, 3 o'clock for seven races today. And then you wrap it up with Charlestown. Charlestown races, pick six jackpot carryover, $23,994. And our first post time at Charlestown for their eight races is at 4 p.m. All right, that's uh, that's your racing menu today. We're going to go down to Florida because we got a full coverage with both uh, Tommy and uh, Jonathan today. I'm going to go to Tommy first because I want to do a little bit uh, of uh, jaw jawing with uh, Jonathan afterwards. Uh, Tommy, good morning. Is this, uh, I guess this ain't Tommy. Is this Tommy? Yeah, here you go. Yes, it is. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, Tommy. I hit the wrong button. Well, uh, nine races, getting close to Pegasus World Cup Day, and uh, boy, you almost uh, cha-chinged it yesterday. You had uh, uh, two horses in an exact debust, you suggest, in the last race. They came real close at 25 and 5 to 1, respectively, and they finished... Yeah, I think They finished second yeah, and that. fourth, and uh, boy, it was a blanket finish, too. Yeah, you know, there was a bunch of speed in there. They let the six go. They sat. The winner sat, and, you know, that's why he won the race. So I, I got I like when I'm, the race hits, you know, one furlong in, and I already know I really can win. It's less stressful that way. <laughs> but I got to tell you, they rallied big time anyhow. I mean, what, the whole thing, uh, they both got beat by less than uh, half a length. Oh, I got up, I got up at the end, you know, but, you know, I thought I had no shot, and at the end I, I got off my chair and mm – -hmm. All right. Well, uh, go back, sit down on your chair, and uh, tell me what's happening today. 
All right. Um, I really like the horse today, but, you know, there's a bunch of scratches in the race. So uh-huh. it's like a tepid play. Race five, number one, Hay Porter. The four, five, and nine are scratched in that race. Uh, I'm going to bet number one, Hay Porter. Hopefully we get seven, eight, nine to one. And box with number seven, uh, high yield kitten. You know, I hate when I like a horse that comes off the pace and you lose two speed horses, you lose another horse. So not only you, you lose a bit of the pace scenario edge, you uh-huh. lose odds too, just off the scratches. Sure, so, sure. And, and yeah, again, the scratches just came in. So I'm oh. going to stick with them and hopefully get the right price. All right, so in the uh, we're talking about the fifth race, the final race in the early pick five and early pick four. In that fifth race, you have a, a scratch of the four, Ashab, scratch of the five, Sovereign Speed, and scratch of the nine, Appraisal. Uh, Javier Castellano is going to be replacing Edwin Gonzalez on the seven, High Yield Kitten, and uh, the three-horse Roger McQueen is the first uh, start uh, since reported as a gelding, a new-time gelding. So there's a lot of going on in that race, that's for sure. Yep. Okay, so the four, five, and seven are scratched out of there. No. Yeah, the seven high-yield Four, kit. five, and nine. I'm sorry, you're correct. The four, five, and nine. The seven gets the jockey change. Um, okay, so you got High Porter going with high-yield kit and High Porter 12 to 1. You're not going to get that anymore, right? You never know. You never know. His form is a bit muddy, so, you know, but I'll take seven, eight to one. Not much lower than that. I won't bet. You know, it's just like one of the horses I gave all yesterday got opened up favored and went off three to one. I used them in the picks, but I'm not going to flat bet that. You know, I like that another horse later in the card. Same thing. There was three scratches, went off two to one. I didn't even bet him because he was a closer. So, you know. But you give me 25 to 1, I'm unloading, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, you got it. So uh, we'll uh, determine uh, the um, uh, how we want to participate in the fifth race with the odds on the 1 as the key and the 7 as a uh, an exact uh, play with it. Okay, what else? We're going to go to race number 9. I like two horses. I like the one apple lover who's moving up off a real good you know race first time out. Mm-hmm. And I like number 10, our rows all day. Now they're sitting there. The one is at four to one. The 10 is at eight to one. I'm going to bet whoever is the bigger odds. I'm pretty sure the 10 will be lower odds than the one, but not positive. So I'm going to box one and 10 in race nine Uh and bet the longer one. And if if the odds are close, I'm going to bet our rows all day. Okay, so our Rose all day is the 10 horse with Gaffleon aboard, and he's a popular jockey down there. Although Paco Lopez, who rides the one Apple Lover, is also pretty popular down there. So it's the 110 combination, dependent on the uh, odds uh, at the time you make the bet. The higher priced odds are going to get the win bet. And if they're close, uh, then you're going to lean towards the 10 R Rose all day, right? Yeah, our rolls all day is dropping, been working good. And, and the owner, you know, that bar and Avril racing, they're pretty aggressive. They they know to drop, and they like to bet, I guess, too. So I kind of really like that horse today. I think he's going to show up for sure. Okay. Now, uh, before I let you go, we won't talk to you to next week. I know that you're, you've already given us your opinion on big race days, et cetera. Uh, but uh, do you have any thoughts about the Pegasus World Cup? Oh, well. Uh, the race, you know, the race for me is real hard. You know, Cyberknife seems to be the most talented horse. Uh-huh. I don't know what to make of, you know, the last race of the year. And, uh, you know, but he is the most talented horse. But the, the race I'm going to focus on, and I'm going to make a huge bet as long as there's not a bunch of scratches, is uh-huh. uh, race 10, the, the Fred Hooper yeah. stakes. Yeah. I love number two, Noble, noble Drama. And anywhere near that 20-to-1 morning line, I'm just going to bet my whole bankroll around that horse on Saturday. All right. The Fred Hooper, which is amongst all of those big stakes races, a grade three. It will be the 10th race at Gulfstream. And uh, give us the horse again. Number two, Noble Drama. Noble Drama uh, uh, is my Emicial Jaramillo will ride for David Fox. And he's 20-to-1 on the morning line. Oh, my. <laughs> From your 
mouth to the gambling god's ears. That's for sure. That'll make the uh, that'll make that tenth right, and it's part of uh, you know the uh, pick fives and pick sixes and all that other good stuff at uh, at Gulfstream on Saturday. Well, thanks a lot, Tommy. Oh, and yeah. Enjoy yourself. I'm going to get in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> Why is that? No, just because what you said. He, it's in the middle of all those. Oh races, yeah. So. And I, w- I would imagine that's going to be a singleton on those uh, race over race tickets for you. Yeah, I, I'm going to bet him to win. I'm going to bet him in doubles, pick threes, pick fours, pick fives. All my bets are going to be revolved around that race. I'm going to schmooze and have a good time. I thank you to the beautiful young lady. I won't say her name, uh-huh. but she got me and my friends tickets. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, and so I'll be schmoozing around. Okay, well, you know what? I appreciate people who work at a racetrack and on big days like that when the elites roll in and their private jets and their limousines and all that, that uh, those people uh, have enough respect to take care of the everyday hard-knocking players such as yourself. So I'm glad to hear that. Enjoy. I will. And uh, anyone wants to come and say hello today, I will be where they saddle the 9 and 10 horse in the top row. You can't miss me. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, Tommy. Okay. Good luck, everyone. All right. Now, uh, Jonathan Hardoon, uh, let me ask you, are you one of those elites that are going to show up on uh, Saturday? <laughs> I'm lucky if they let me in, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, you're there now in Hollandale Beach, Florida, and uh, you're getting ready for the big day. I know that. And I'm sure uh, you probably had a glance or two at uh, CyberKnife there. How's he look? Yeah, we had breakfast this morning. Uh, everything is good. Uh, he was out on the track yesterday for the first time, his first time uh, on the Gulfstream surface. Uh, he seemed to like it. No problems. All systems go. And uh, it's just beautiful here, Ralph. Florida is a beautiful place. Yeah, I haven't been here for a number of years and haven't been here since they redid Gulfstream. Oh, really? This is and, the first uh, time you're seeing the new Gulfstream? Yeah, and uh, wow. I haven't missed anything, I'll tell you that much. What a disgrace, to be honest with you. They built a beautiful track, but they built it in a mall. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you want to do anything but horse racing here, it's fine. But if you're interested in horse racing, uh, I don't know. It's not built to accommodate uh, players, that's for sure. So, in other words, in the philosophy of the layout of the place, uh, the horse racing is just another uh, storefront in the mall. Exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> right. smaller than other places, to be honest with you. I mean, you can't sit here. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll never be able to have a breeder's yeah. cup, to be honest with you. There's no way they could possibly accommodate a big crab like that. Saturday's going to be a zoo, from what I hear, and yeah. uh, the prices are ridiculous. It's like $900 a seat, Wow, $75 to park, and uh, you talk about the little guy. Well, what shot does the little guy have, so... Wow. you got to come any day but the big days, I guess. We'll watch it through simulcasting, but you're just fine with us. And all that money you're spending on yeah. parking your car, et cetera, we can put through the windows and try to double it or triple it. That's for sure. But now, uh, I don't think we talked to you since they drew the race. CyberKnife drew post-10 of uh, 12 and, of course, two all AEs. But he drew post-10. The configuration of the racetrack at a mile and one-eighth puts uh, puts him at a spot where he's got to make a decision coming out of that gate and come out sharp, right? Other horses have won from post 10. Obviously, you don't want post 10. You, you know, it's a terrible post. Uh-huh. Gun runner is father. His father won from post 10. Mucho Macho Man won from post 10. I think Big Brown won from post 12. So it can be done. Yeah. You know, listen, he's definitely the most talented horse in the race. He's going to get to show it. And uh, remember, it's his last race. He's squeezed to the max. He's going to go out in style. Cox says he's doing better than he ever was. That's good enough for me. All right. Well, we will uh, let you enjoy the surroundings, etc. And, of course, we'll get your uh, last word live on the show tomorrow before the main event. But uh, what are we doing today? We got any horses today? Yeah, we have a play at Aqueduct and a play at Gulfstream. Let's look at Aqueduct first. And, by the way, it finally stopped raining this morning. It rained all day yesterday, all day last, all night last night. So there's definitely moisture in the track. And we're going to look at the eighth race today. It's a flat mile one turn on the main track, and I like the number nine horse in here, Son of an X. This is a five-year-old gelding from the Randy Passard barn. Randy Passard is having a very, very good meet. This horse loves moisture in the track. 
He's listed at a ridiculous 15 to 1 on the morning line. Draws a good outside box going a flat mile. Number nine, son of an X. Upsets the wins today's eighth race out at Aqueduct. And again, uh, since uh, Jonathan is uh, physically at uh, Gulfstream today, what he's talking about, the rain and all that, is at Aqueduct and not at Gulfstream. They've got a great weather there. So in the eighth race at Aqueduct on a muddy racetrack, at least labeled muddy to begin the day's racing, in the eighth race, you like the nine, son of an X. Oh, boy, we can hope to get that close to that 15 to 1 morning line. What about Gulfstream? Race seven, Gulfstream, a mile on the turf. And I look, I love the number four horse in here, Bramble Bay. This is a seven-year-old mare from the Mike Maker barn. He goes to Tyler Gaffleone today. Gaffleone is his main man. This uh, mare is listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. She's coming off of a freshening since December 2nd. She's worked well for her returns. The fact that Gaffleone climbs aboard, only a positive. I like number four, Bramble Bay, 10 to 1 on the morning line to upset and win today's seventh race out at Gulfstream. All right, seventh race at Gulfstream, the four Bramble Bay, the four in the seventh race is Jonathan's selections. Remember, even though he's down there at Gulfstream, he's got full sheets of handicapping today at Aqueduct and Gulfstream. And, of course, he'll uh, be doing that work for tomorrow as well. And, of course, wow. big day Saturday, that's for sure. Uh, before we let you go, Jonathan, I'm surprised that uh, Brad Cox didn't send you to uh, Oaklawn Park where uh, at Oaklawn, uh, you know, he's got uh, one-third of the nine horses in the race. He's got three horses going in the Southwest. Yeah, and those aren't even the best three he has, Ralph. He's loaded. Uh, you know, he's going he's gonna to be involved when it comes to the first Saturday in May. That's for sure. Uh, a barn full of young, talented uh newly turned three-year-olds, yeah. and uh, it should be a fun year for them. Let me ask you this real quick. Out of the three in the race, if you took a look at the race, and I don't know if you did, we know that Arabian Nights going to be the big favorite there with uh, trained by Bob Baffert, but out of the three uh, from Cox, anyone that you're leaning towards? I didn't do the work yet. I will report to you tomorrow. Okay. It will be done and ready to go. All right. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the mall today. Uh, <laughs> I'll go shopping, Ralph. Yeah, go, go shopping. Thank you so much. I know significant <laughs> other well, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Can't turn them loose there. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, you better win some money there today, boy. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and do All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And right after the break, we're going to go to uh, John Lindo. And then uh, we'll find Jerry Jackowitz in a bit, too. So don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on uh, Race Day Las Vegas, and now I'm going to go from one coast to the other for a handicapper handicapping uh, the first coast again. So <laughs> we'll go to John Lendo. Stand by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? You got a Lendo report today, don't you, for Gulfstream? We sure do, yeah. We're, we're ready to go. A nine-race card at Gulfstream. We'll get back to Santa Anita tomorrow. We'll do both tracks on Saturday. And, yeah. you know, that coast-to-coast pick five gets back Saturday and Sunday. So there'll be a lot to do this weekend. Oh, no question. The coast-to-coast uh, pick five Saturday and Sunday. Golden Gate will have a mandatory payoff in their pick six jackpot tomorrow. Gulfstream will have a mandatory payoff in their pick six on Sunday after the big day. So we got a lot of uh, pools that we can jump into, that's for sure. 
And, of course, uh, we'll be casting an eye to see uh, probably an anticlimactic, for the most part, uh, Eclipse Awards tonight. Yeah, you know, there's still some questions as far as the three-year-olds and the sprinter and maybe the filly, uh, the turf female. Mm-hmm. So there's some questions on those, and those are important for the breeders. So we'll see how those shake out. Yeah, but, you know, uh, for the most part, uh, we're going to know who the champ- champions are before they announce them. All right, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of my uh, selections, my vote. Uh, trainer, Chad Brown, apprentice jockey, Jose Antonio Gomez. The jockey, Ired Ortiz Jr., the breeder, Godolphin. Owner Godolphin, steeplechase horse Hewick, female turf horse Regal Glory, male turf horse Modern Games, female sprinter Goodnight Olive, male sprinter Cody's Wish, older dirt female Molothot, older dirt male Flightline, three-year-old filly Nest, three-year-old male Epicenter, two-year-old filly Wonder Wheel, the two-year-old Forte, and the horse of the year Flightline. I don't have any arguments with that list. It sounds pretty accurate to me. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. The only guarantee, I guess, uh, would be off the boards, as they say here in Las Vegas, would be Flightline winning Horse of the Year. Yeah, I don't think they would take any wagers on that. No. Okay. Uh, update uh, at Gulfstream because as when you put out uh, a Linda report at the beginning of each week, no matter what track it is, you give updates on uh, jockey trainer standings. Okay. Well, I read Ortiz and Luis says they each won two races yesterday. They're tied for leading jockey. They've got twenty-seven wins each. Jose Ortiz is in third with 23 mm-hmm. as far as the uh, trainers go. Safi Joseph Jr., he's the leading trainer, 15 winners. Yeah. Todd Pletcher second with 11. Then you have Mark Cassie and Antonio Sano. They've each got nine wins. All right. Uh, Javier Castellano, a little bit cold right now, huh? Yeah, he, he blanked again yesterday, so he's 0 for his last 16. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, he's he's uh, not, not on a warm streak at all down there in warm Florida. Well, we'll see if he warms up with the weather, that's for sure. How about those favorites? Favorites are right at the norm, 35% for the meet. All righty. And uh, today, I, I think it's uh, today we have some races we can make some money in, that's for sure. Now, remember, folks, the Linda Report covering all the races today at Gulfstream, a suggested late pick for, and all that good information, plus some, that he just gave us here, is all on one comprehensive sheet, and that is in, only in one place here in Las Vegas, and it is complimentary fee of charge. Today's Gulfstream Linda Report at the South Point Racebook, and again, compliments there, only there, here in Las Vegas, because they love horse players. John, uh, John, what are you going to do? Let's go to the eighth race today at Gulfstream Park. In the eighth race, number two, O Darlin did not handle the main track last time. Gets back on t- Tapita today, and that's the key. Uh, both starts sprinting on the Tapita were very good. Uh, a rider switched to Paco Lopez. I like that. Uh, the five furlongs, not a problem. There's some speed in here to set this horse up. And I think Paco Lopez can just sit in the pocket and wait behind horses, find a way to go down the lane. And at eight, eight to one on the program, there's a lot of value here. Number two, O'Darlin, race number eight, Gulfstream Park. All right. The eighth race at Gulfstream, a quick five furlongs on the Tapita. And again, in the eighth race, the two, O'Darlin, the two in the eighth, Paco aboard. John Lindo's pick for the race day listeners. And again, the rest right now at the uh, South Point Racebook. And don't forget tomorrow with Santa Anita and Gulfstream on Saturday, you'll be doing two sheets on Saturday for uh, Santa Anita and one a full one for Gulfstream. How many races we got at Gulfstream on Saturday? I think it's 13 on, on Saturday there, and we've got nine at Santa Anita, so there's 22 races I'm working on today. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of film work to check out there in those big fields at Gulfstream Park on Saturday. Uh, John, uh, again, uh, how's the weekend look as far as the uh, cards at Santa Anita? Are they competitive, good cards? Uh, they're light uh, so far. Uh, tomorrow's card is relatively light numbers. Uh, the Saturday card, to be honest, is disappointing, so... Uh, you know, it's it's just going to be marginal stuff. Value is going to be a little tougher to find in California this weekend. So we'll see, hopefully Sunday they'll enter today. Hopefully they'll be a little bit better. And a last thought about uh, that Southwest at uh, Oaklawn on Saturday. I know that uh, Arabian Night, uh, Baffert, sending him out there. He has good luck with three-year-olds at, at Oaklawn over the years, hasn't he? He's dominated in the races. He, the horses he sent out there to uh, Oaklawn, he likes going out there because uh, – that track, if they handle that track, they tend to hand, handle Churchill Downs pretty uh-huh. well, too. So yeah. it's a little bit of a test drive. And it's telling you something that Arabian Night off of one maiden sprint win is stretching out two turns and shipping. 
and going to Oakline. Uh, the horse is telling him he's ready to go, and uh, you know we we knew about him on, on Breeders' Cup weekend at, at uh, Keeneland. <laughs> he sure did. Everybody was just uh, if he would have lost, uh, there would have been a lot of ATM action going on to the track. <laughs> Especially the first race of the Breeders' Cup day. I know. You better get that one right. <laughs> Come on. You're trying to build a bankroll. And, uh, you know, with the short price that he was, uh, you had to almost bet all of your bankroll to almost double it. That's for sure. But in any case, we'll wait and see on Saturday. And we will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Good luck today. All right. You're going to wrap it up with Jerry Jackwitz. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Alrighty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Going out to Jerry Jackwitz right now. Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. All right, now Aqueduct Racetrack is starting out the conditions of their main track as muddy. I know Correct. that. I know that you got the P's and the M's and all that good stuff working on the power pages. But how did you? set up the power page for today. I, I, is it for those conditions? Yes, it is. But please note that it may dry out and then turn to a fast track. So keep that in mind. But even if as it turns to good, uh-huh. I don't consider good to be wet. Good to me is more of a fast track type of uh, uh, nomenclature, in my opinion. Just the way I see horse racing and from the statistics that I have, horses who run well on a good track are not really great bets on a sloppy track and vice versa. Well, it is clearing up right now in the New York area, and right. they expect uh, it to be around 45 degrees, so yeah. we will wait they and see. They had a lot of rain yesterday, oh, yeah. Ralph. I mean, they got a good soaking, but, you know, they're pretty amazing in how they manage tracks. So just keep that in mind. Okay. We'll go right to the third race for our first play. All right, you got it. Okay, and in here, um, in the third race, let me just click over here. The third race... Okay. Um, Number three, uh, excuse me, number uh, seven. Um, the six horses are, are yeah. Rosie Diamonds. Is that the horse? No, number seven is is our play. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Audit committee from uh, Tom Mosley has run once on a sloppy track and run fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if we have a muddy track still in the third race, I think the seven at six to one is probably a decent bet. Okay. So I'm going to make my wooden place bet in race number three on number seven, audit committee. Okay. And then play audit committee over the one, three, six, and do reverses. But, you know, she looks just like a really good wooden place type bet to me. Okay. And that is in the middle of the early pick five and certainly the second in the sequence of the early pick four. So in the third race, you like the seven audit committee. Six to one on the morning line with Eric Cancel aboard. The seven in the third race, the link-ups are numbers one, three, and six, and reverse. Don't forget to reverse. So you can be a little bit wrong and still cash the ticket. The seven. Right, and the the betting angle is simply matching what appears to be a a horse that likes a wet track against a bunch of horses that don't seem to like a wet track. It's sort of the angle of the price, you know. Okay, so you got it. The seven in the third race is that angle and that play at Aqueduct. Uh, and what else? Let's go over to race number six. Okay. I had a lot of sixes in my mind. That's why I said six when I meant seven before. Okay. But now in the sixth race, I mean the six was Prisoner. Which is six to one on the morning line. Which is six to one on the morning line. Any more sixes here, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> But this is a Charlie Baker horse, and uh, 
Uh, I actually like the uh, the muddy races that he ran on. He got tired, but he was in some really nasty speed duels. Mm-hmm. This is really more of a speed type thing. If this horse can shake loose, which he has a good chance of, mm-hmm. he might have a, a big a big finish here today. So. Again, it's six to one. I mean, I might go down to three to one on prisoner. I like the horse an awful lot. I'll take the six mm-hmm. over the two, four, five, and seven do reverses. This looks like a good win place type bet to me as well. All right, sixth race at Aqueduct, the six prisoner at six to one on the morning line. You know, that's the devil's numbers, and the name is prisoner, which is also a popular <laughs> wine, I might add. In the sixth race, the six is the key. And the link-ups are 2, 4, 5, and 7, and reverse, $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 6, in the 6th at 6 to 1. So there you have it. There it is, uh, 2 out of the 8 races. The rest you can get right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. That's where you go. Jerry, i got to ask you real quick two questions. One, sure. you know, uh, Saturday's coming up, uh, the big day of the Pegasus World Cup. And I know that you have said before, if you don't do the work at the racetrack, at the particular track that these big races come up on a regular basis, you hate to go and, and try to do something on a particular big day there. Yeah, but I, I will do the I will do the race. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. But in in this particular case, will you have uh, on the power page? Will you have uh, at least the the, uh, the Pegasus World Cup? Yes. The okay. answer is a resounding yes. And, and or I'll just do a separate sheet and add it into the. It'll, but it'll be it'll be part of my package. So All right. So able. in other words, you will be doing the race though in some form. Right. Right, I probably will do a separate sheet okay. and do a little bit of a write-up, so just to give it a little more oomph. Yeah, $3 million, that would be a nice oomph. All right, that's one. That's one. Number two, you know, we're 100 days away from the Kentucky Derby, and I know you do a lot of work uh, leading up to the Derby. This weekend, the Southwest Stakes is one of sure. the point-getters for the Kentucky Derby. Will you be uh, casting an eye and, and uh, thinking about doing anything with that? Still into horse racing, Ralph. I, yeah. I'm going to follow it from coast to coast, uh-huh. from south to north, and I'm going to make sure that I know what's happening everywhere in the in this country, at least, uh-huh. not the world. Okay. So, so yes, I'll be following. I mean, the Kentucky Derby is for anybody who does the Kentucky Derby professionally. Um, doesn't matter who we are. We're all taking into account what happens in Oakland, what happens at fairgrounds. We keep an eye on it, and I still do speed figures on them as well, even though I don't report them on a daily basis the way I do the aqueduct in in uh, Southern California. Both questions answered as well, and pushing the time, we have one more thing to say, as we normally do, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.